Sports Talk Radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1 and it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshaies is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshaies has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshaies. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities you will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James T. Deshaies, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. As always, you know I'm pleased to be here with you, and I want to encourage those of you who are in the sound of my voice to call into the show so that your voice and your opinion can be heard. We need you to call in at 657-383-0309 because we want your voice to have meaning. It is important that when we get on this show that we're able to share our thoughts about the many subjects that are out there that need our our intervention. We're living in a day and time where a lot of things are going on and a lot of people are upset A lot of people are contemplating what kind of world do we live in which allows some of the most inhumane things to happen. Uh, But the point is, is that in order to make life better here in America, we have to first be ready and prepared to be a part of the solution. We have to engage ourselves in everything that's going on. We have to engage ourselves in conversation. We have to be prepared and ready uh, to send out 
emails to people who need to hear our voice. Uh, we need to make time to be here on this show so our voice can be heard and people can contemplate what their actions may be in order to make our lives better. We're going into the second year of Donald Trump's administration. We have seen our America that we love and we are willing to die for go into chaos, where our Americans are turning themselves on each other. The most, the easiest way for a strong nation to collapse is through division. And we've heard from LeBron James that our president is seeking to divide us through athletics. One of the means in which we have come together and been able to entertain ourselves through our commitment to football, basketball, hockey, and the likes. We now see Donald Trump creating animosity uh, between himself and his his constituents through something that used to be full of pride. When we saw these teams go to meet the president, the whole country was full of pride. And now we find ourselves in the midst of chaos. People are turning against one another, are showing the the racist behavior that they have in their heart on a daily basis as they go about their day. Uh, D, you know, we uh, find ourselves unable to turn our backs on politics, unable to turn our backs and watch our world go in a wrong direction. So we have to seek to intervene on behalf of our children so that we can pass on to them a world that seemed to be going in the right direction when Barack Obama was elected. So I'm going to ask you today, you know, what's on your mind? Uh, We find ourselves in a very difficult time, one in which when I when I uh, find myself listening to my president, that I'm in awe of his inability uh, to speak to all of Americans. He seems fixated only to only in speaking to his people. Good evening, good evening, James. Um, well, interesting topic in itself. Uh, what's on your mind? Uh, you know, you and I we actually think a lot, think alike uh, in, in certain times of day. And of course, uh, he's always in the background of my mind. All right, but um, I think it is, it's an, it's important to find a way to maintain oneself so we can actually get through this on a day-to-day basis. 
Now, um, I want to paint a picture of how I see Donald Trump. <clears throat> then, I, then I will continue to tell you how I uh, intend to deal with him and his character and his antics and him being president of the United States. Uh, to me, Donald Trump uh, puts me in the mind of this, this character called Krusty the Clown. Uh, but it, in a more hideous way, he's like that clown that you've seen on Stephen King, uh, the mad clown, the evil clown, uh, the way he tried to divide this country uh, and go, and, and, and mind you, uh, this is just really part one or part two of this saga. So uh, when, when I see him as this, as this character, now it's up to me on an individual basis to try to maintain my composure and, and, and to get through this saga that, that we have to deal with as a nation. Uh, this clown character has the ability to... Uh, galvanize a certain section of, of America who are willing to see their America be thrown away uh, in a matter of uh, in a matter of eighteen months or so, and, and you've got to find that almost hard, horrific as well as fascinating how some per, how a certain ten. Individuals, and we got we got to say that it is not he by himself. Uh, a certain uh, a certain uh, collection of individuals are able to tap in to the mindset of a certain section of America, to where they are all willing to watch it just go down, spiraling down the drain. Um, it, it it's going to be something really special to pull us out of this drainage that we, go, that we find ourselves in. It's almost like America is tired of being existing. It's, it's, tired, of, it's tired of its existence. And, you know, I, I keep bringing up the comparison of, uh, of, of, of ancient Rome. Uh, ancient Rome probably lasts about 500, 600 years. Uh, we are only halfway in. And so uh, apparently America is, is tired. It's tired of itself. So much so that they, is, they're willing to give all that we ever stood for to this one person that actually holds all the cards. He actually holds all the cards and everything in the free world. And this person to me is like Krusty the Clown or that, that demon clown that, that's a character in Stephen King. And so how do and, and so I just want to say this real quick. You can tell that this person has the charisma of the Antichrist, and I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. But the Antichrist has charisma because it has the the ability to have people who who are unsuspectingly buying all in into this idea. And again, I keep bringing up the evangelical Christian. And who's been around as long as time here in America itself? Who's supposed to know better? 
they, are, they, they, you know, uh, black Christianity, the Methodist and the black uh, uh, Southern uh, uh, African American Baptist churches, we we modern ourselves, we model ourselves after the white Christians. That's right. It was something that they had that we wanted. So for them to just buy all in and then throw it all away in a per- in a period of two years is mind boggling to me. So with that, I'm going to rest. Thank you. You know, D, it is amazing to me that you have the ability to tap in historically uh, to what powerful nations have fallen apart. And uh, there's a time when I thought that America could never find itself in that situation. But when you realize that over time, people's inability to continue to move forward can be hampered by those who have a selfish need to remain in charge. Uh, See, the GOP, these old white men who find themselves losing their ability to hold on, have chosen to give us to Donald Trump, who in essence is only interested in creating some kind of legacy for himself. I've never seen a man who spent so much time when he talks telling us he's the greatest president since Abraham Lincoln. You know, if you are indeed great and you inspire people, you don't have to talk about yourself. Other people will talk about you. But yet this man needs to tell everyone about how he has the largest crowds, how he is the best president, how he's given away the largest tax break, uh, break, and all of that is refuted by the truth. And we are forced to listen to him. You know, we can't, those of us who want to be informed have to listen to his rhetoric Uh, Because you can't totally ignore him without falling prey to what is going on in the the country. So we have to make ourselves listen to him. So, Regina, we, despite how we may want to uh, just hold our nose for the next three years, we're required to listen to to the stink of Donald Trump so that we can be prepared when it comes time to throw him out of office. Are you there, Regina? Hi, I'm here. Regina, what are your... I'm, I hear you. What are your thoughts in uh-huh. regard to our need to stay aware of the what's coming out of his mouth in order to stay, to stay on top of what it is we have to do in the next 
a few months and the next couple of years? Yeah, um, hi, good evening. There is a need to stay aware of what what he is saying. Oddly, oddly enough, what I'm seeing happening, and I have to admit, I'm seeing this happen because I'm not staying aware on a daily basis, but that's because I know he's going to say something stupid. But along with him saying things that are unintelligent, while he's saying those things and we're focusing on his words, new actions are taking place that we're not aware of. Uh, I saw some sort of article about um, about somebody saying that the, the detainees, not the detainees, but the children, they weren't returned in a timely manner. I saw, and some are still missing. I saw an article talking about the, the building of the wall and how it doesn't look the same way. I saw an article where he was talking about uh, mocking the media, and I think that's what you sent, James. I wasn't able to open it, but um, so he picks that. He picks on. He's just like a child. He picks on the media because he thinks the media is picking on him. So he's explaining what happens to the media, at least according to the headlines. I saw. So we've got to pay attention to what's coming out of his mouth. But the question is, who's in charge of monitoring? And just like a bad little boy, who finally spanks him? Who finally, when when is is his actions the straw that breaks the camel's back and he gets his spanking? That's my question. Uh, D, we I listened uh, the other day to to Donald Trump and some of the suggestions that he was making about the fact that the GOP is not in charge. Uh, that because they only have um, 51 uh, senators, uh, that it makes it difficult for him uh, to uh, put his agenda in into process. But of those 50-some people, uh, you really have to question why there are not more of those people standing up and being counted. It is truly disappointing uh, that we have all these leaders in Washington who spend time listening to this man. Sometimes the preacher has to preach sermons that he doesn't want to because the people are not ready or able to hear it. But you don't hear what is necessarily needed to be heard from Washington on the simplest things. It doesn't take a genius to recognize that Donald Trump is becoming unhinged and he is having trouble dealing with the legal issues that are going on around him, uh, the 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 issues of possible war uh, in Iran and North Korea. He is just incapable of dealing with the job, and therefore you find him talking about things that are not important, like uh, 
But what is going on with LeBron James and other individuals who he wants to call unintelligent? Now, this man has a fear of the curtain falling down, and we finding him naked. Yes. Um, all of that and then more. Uh, but I want to make reference to this. To the point that you said about uh, when you asked about us paying attention to uh, unwillingly and unwillingly to pay attention to to him and, and his administration, so we can keep up with with what's going on. Uh, that that kind of reminds us of the old movies we used to watch uh, uh, about World War Two uh, and Nazi Germany. When the Jews had to pay close attention uh, by radio to see what was going on, to keep up with what was going on, because they knew that the Nazis was coming, it was close, and could be coming to their town soon. That's that's why we have to keep up. That's why we have to keep up, because we got to know uh, what's coming, and we don't want to be blindsided. At least. Thirty percent of us African Americans don't. Uh, the other seventy percent are going about their everyday business, I think, and not really caring until the door comes knocking on your door. The knock comes, and 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 you you get blindsided about by uh, you know the, the actual hostile t- takeover. But in all of that, um, we uh, have to be prepared and ready. Um, you know the the Trump saga and the, his administration. Now, I really, I really believe still, but I you know I'm, I'm kind of made, being made a fool out of my assumption and and my hope for this that people inside of his administration are, are holding private meetings without his knowledge. And that was what I was always wanted to believe that. People like General Mattis and maybe even Mike Pence had some sincere patriotism uh, to them where they would be willing to try to slowly but surely undermine these efforts of uh, uh, inconsistency and the lack of diplomacy that he surely has when it comes to dealing with other nations. Uh, I was in the hope that they had some inkling of an idea on what what would be necessary to uh, overthrow this this administration from the inside. That could still be happening, but if it is, uh, they're doing a good job by keeping it under wraps. So uh, hopefully uh, that's the only common sense out of this whole thing that's even uh, attainable, that there is an inside effort to overthrow this this administration. If, if that's not happening, if that's not happening, then we are really at a loss about what's really happening. Thank you. It is uh, hard and extremely difficult to believe that people can watch this man in public with all of this rhetoric related to the media and uh, and don't understand that he 
has a personal reason why he is attacking the media so. I'm, I have to tell you, and unless I'm wrong, Regina, I spend my time looking over the major media networks, both the written and uh, written and video, and I I want to believe that my media is doing what is necessary to keep me informed. I just cannot uh, believe that the media is looking to destroy America when it is the heart of America and what we depend on uh, to give us proper information. Right. I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe that, that, I mean, I, I just can't understand why all of a sudden now the media is so horrible and why now under his administration they are inadequate um in their, they 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 why now why him and and that's true i mean what reason do they have to fabricate all this information that he says is a hoax why do they why is it in their interest uh to to underscore him uh to the detriment of themselves? It just doesn't make sense to me that these multimedia organizations would be so upset at Donald Trump, Regina, uh that they would malign or themselves in order to try to destroy him. I'm just, like I said before, I'm just in awe that he is able to just continue with this foolery. And and maybe, I don't know, maybe the, 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 the spread is too wide for someone to just get in front of a camera or get in, and just tell him to just stop. Put a straight jacket on this man. Let's start over. Just, just stop. Stop it. Who is going to stop him? And every day it is the and and he's giving the media the the fuel to light these fires that he's he's talking about. Now his daughter, I, I not is it Ivanka. Yes. Which which daughter came out this week and said she was against what he was doing and that her mother is a um, well that could have been any of them. her mother is an immigrant and I mean just really spoke well, again. Devonka came out. Devonka came out recently and said that uh, she doesn't believe that that the media is the enemy that her father suggest that it is. And so he has a difficulty with not only keeping his administration in line talking what he's saying to what he's saying <laughs> are not buying it. 
So now, it's a problem when you can't keep your own home straight. That's just like ministers. You, they can't keep their home straight. How are they supposed to do something? And, you know, we, we, I've always heard that. So he, he um, Trump is divided within his household. Uh, D, let me ask you, you know, this man who went on on, world, on the world stage and uh, said would and then came back to America after he saw how his table <laughs> people felt he changed it wood to wooden. I mean, how can you expect how can you expect <laughs> to believe anything he says when he'll try to feed you that kind of bull? I mean it's just it is just <laughs> believable that he's able to keep those you know, a lot of people are not talking about the the majority of his of his uh, the people that back him uh just don't have the education to recognize what they're eating. Mm. Dude, you like to make me choke, dude. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but look, uh, all right. Me so look, too. Me so, too. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Look, Jay. So when, when you when you talk about when Regina asked about the fact, uh, why is the media uh, the enemy all of a sudden? Well, remember now, he has also thrown the FBI and the CIA under the bus as as calling them the deep uh, the deep state. Now, so you're trying to tell me the, the same FBI that brought Jeffrey Dahmer to justice, uh, uh, Ted Bundy to justice, uh, uh, the Gotti's mm. and and all these mafia people to justice. Mm. Now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, we ain't supposed to believe them. So you so and, and so mm. when you talk about the deep state now, I I can appreciate, <clears throat> I can I can appreciate the tactic <clears throat> that they're trying to use, because when you talk about the Democrats and Obama and all of them now, who, what made, who is supposed to believe that because that, that Barack Obama is the head of the deep state that he talking about? Who is supposed to believe that a black man is supposed to be the it's supposed to be the the comp- compromising effort against the whole of the United States. Who's supposed to believe that? See, the deep state that he's talking about is all mirrors. There is a deep state, but they are the deep state. But so, but the effort is, if we say it's y'all, and if we say that anybody that believes in it differently is un-American, and we keep throwing that in your face, then these uneducated farmers and hicks that are his supporters <laughs> will believe that. Now, and so, look, look, now check this out. Okay, so Mr. Virginia say they need to come get him. They need to come get him and put him in a straight jacket <laughs> and, co- and, co- and court him off. Well, that's true. But what you, what you going to do about this, this 38% folks? See, the 38%, that's a deep state. The 38% ain't going to let you rest. The, the Rush Limbaugh, uh, James, I bet you he still ain't never listened to him yet. That the, 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 it's hard. And, and I'm going to promise you that I hard. am. I, okay, I told you it's hard. It's hard to sit there and stomach that mess, man. It's hard to stomach him and Sean Hannity, the stuff that spews out of their mouth. But mm. that these are these are the characters that stoke the fire. 
you know, they won't let that fire die. And they keep stoking it. And they keep stoking it. And they keep stoking it. And even though, even though everything that, they know that the man lies every, every day of the week. But they want to say that the press and the Democrats are the ones that's lying. And so they, t- they tell this to these un- uneducated folks who can't, this, who can't discern anything for themselves. I find that utterly amazing. But uh, so, but but in my mind's eye, you know, we're concerned, we're concerned, but we have to look at it almost as entertainment, I suppose, because <clears throat> all I can do is take this in, digest it, and still go back to my family and be the hope that they look forward to and the strength that they look forward to as a daddy and a father and a husband. Because I can't let this man him take me off my game with all his foolery. Because now by me saying that, you know that there are some white folk ain't got no game because they are they are all in. You know y'all y'all seen poker, how do how you play how do you play poker? When you believe you got the good hand, you push it all in. And so then we ain't lose a draw. If you lose, you ain't got nothing. And that, and a lot of these white folks have done that. Thank you. Let, let me Dang. ask you this. Okay, hold on. I want both you <laughs> answer this question for me. If white America, those people who uh, believe in Donald Trump, keep being the ones who are using... The, from day to day, their their thought they're um, taking his lead from day to day to call the police on black people to mistreat immigrants. Uh, what? Why don't they see that it ain't working when they keep getting fired and uh, these people get keep getting these big paydays from the things that they do? Now I would look at. Uh, I would look at some of these situations where the lady tried to kick the man out because he had on socks and she got fired. Mm. Uh, where the lady put her hands on the the, the black uh, young man and told him to get out, but he had an invitation and she got fired. Uh, the the lawyer who ran in and raved about uh, the Hispanic and he got ostracized. I mean, at what point do you see these things happening? And the people who who are using Donald Donald Trump's lead are falling on the short end of the stick. When are they gonna learn, uh, Regina, that their belief in their hero and does not go down to them? I don't know, and that's the scary part. And that that's after D answers that that's that's what I need help with you guys. I, I need some help. I I need you all to give me some advice. So after D answers that, I, I I really am seriously calling on some advice from you all. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know how how far they will go. How, I mean, why do they continue to do this when they know what the repercussions are? Do they think that at some point? Maybe they won't get caught for whatever it is that they do. 
that they might be that one person who gets away with it? Uh, I mean, nationally, these people see the chaos that they're causing uh, by calling the police, by mistreating uh, people of color, and they're getting the backlash uh, thinking that somehow or another Donald Trump don't change the reality of the world. I got I got two words. I got one word and, and, then, and then a compound word. <laughs> It's the Confederate mindset. It's the Confederate mindset. But for them to think that that's to, that that's normal, for them to think that's normal is to learn behavior. Uh, it's the it's the Confederate mindset. Uh, it's the same it's the same mindset that 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 uh, hated that you asked for affirmative action. For uh, for uh, 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 equal pay, uh, equal housing, and and the fact that they have to be politically correct—that's the whole thing right there. These are the ones. Look, I think Hillary Clinton described them the best. They are the deplorable. Them the ones that don't want to be correct, they don't want to be polite about them. You know, and if you and test my theory. You can test my theory by the the them senators that was questioning uh the the FBI agent that got fired and, and James Comey. Them old senators that that are former lawyers and former prosecutors. You can tell by their demeanor and by the way they hate to be corrected and hate to be shown that they're wrong in their opinion, they are the, the old Confederate mindset. So these sons and daughters that have uh, that have positions uh, over overseeing black workers or maybe the apartment manager mm. at, at at the apartment complex, mm. the, the dog whistle the dog whistle call is make black people uncomfortable at all costs. That's right. So so mm. even when even when Donald Trump is long and gone, they still ain't gonna be look, you think they're gonna revert back to being politically correct? No. Look, their time has come. They was all they they are all in. They are all in. Now look, I I got another theory that People are influenced that uh, that are of this Confederate mindset. I bet you they invested money in in this in this movement, and so that's why they are so adamant about not caring how deplorable he is or, or his immoral actions. They don't care because they got some kind of investment in that. They want to see they, they want to see some kind of return on their money or on their commitment. So and so that that's where we are. Thank you, uh, Regina. Uh, before I get into what I want to, uh, another question I want to pose to the two of you. Uh, what 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 was your question? What what did you want to ask? Okay. Now, I'm going back to to work. Well, already back, but not. I'm working with the administration right now, not with the teachers. 
But with all of this that has happened, all of this mindset, what should I look for in my relationship with these teachers who I have to train to become better teachers so that we can break this cycle of third grade um you know, students not reading on the third grade level. And, of course, you know, we it's been said that prisons are built off of third grade test scores. So here in South Carolina, it's my job to make sure that the teachers know how to teach the children so that they will be on grade level and we won't have as many headed towards prisons or prisons being built because of these um students who are not on grade level. What do I look for in these resistant – how can I tell whether their resistance is because of their lack of knowledge or because I'm the one doing the training with them? And what what do I do because, you know, it, it, it's a whole new world out here now. You know, and you see it. What do I do? What do I give me some some <laughs> signs? What am I going to look for? And when you I know, see I it, what be, do I do? I would not want to be in your position. And the reason why I say that is these teachers come to work very soon with their personal biases, and they have already. There's a segment of them, and you know when I'm a math major, so there's never a hundred percent. You know right now that you ain't gonna get a hundred percent of support from these teachers. We don't know how many are not going to support you. We don't know how many are willing to walk lockstep with you. But those who didn't want to follow your leadership in the beginning have been empowered empowered not to because of this president. And so those who were on the the line are falling toward his side because of those biases. So when you're up there trying to talk to them about what is in the best interest of your of the kids, how they, they could best support these children, they're going to be wanting to hear failure. They're going to be wanting to hear uh, that's not going to work or why it's not going to work. And one of the things that is intriguing to me is that when uh, when people have been fighting uh, for the minimum wage to be raised, the people that would benefit most from the money going from $8 in some sense, to $15, are white people. So if you can't convince them to do what's in their best interest, you don't have a chance. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when we we recognize that the, the living wage would ha- benefit more white people than people of color, but yet they still vote against their own interests, then you ain't got a chance. How can you prove anything to these people when they're willing to buy into things that are against them? 
Oh. Mm. I, I'm sorry, I'm here. Go ahead. Go ahead. When when white America, where it put a, a segment of white America, is when they're willing to vote against the living wage and vote against their own interests, how can you begin to mount a charge to success when they're so determined to fight against themselves? Miss Regina, uh, I want to echo. First of all, I want to echo what James said. And acknowledging that I I would I I wouldn't want to be in your shoes, I, I, I but 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 there's a but there's a but. Uh, you're gonna earn the supergirl, the superwoman ass on your chest once you pull this off. Okay. Now I'm gonna tell you how you gonna have to pull this off, and James just said it. You you pull this off by making this in their best interest, primarily. It would be in your students' best interest if you did this, that, and the other. And you got to actually use the reverse psychology, you know. Now, and I know that South Carolina has this has its own biases. All right, but. Um, the way you earn your super super lady superwoman s is you have to not pay attention to the obvious, and the obvious is they're not going to support you. That's the obvious. So you you have to overlook that, and then your weapon of choice is to make it all about them. Because if you make it all about your efforts to try to make a difference. They're going to undermine you, and they're going to find okay, somebody. Okay. Uh huh. They they're going to find somebody uh, of the white persuasion to try to to replace you, and then they, mm-hmm. then they then they will back that person. But just because it's you in the position to try to make a difference, they're not going to be on 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 task with you. Now a lot of them won't say it in your face, but they'll sit around their own dinner table, sit in their own chat room, and on the phone. So if you will reverse that and not make it about your efforts to, as being the one that's going to make this difference, I'm going to be the one that, that earned this plaque by making a difference in, in, this, in our community. Use the reverse psychology and make it about them, how they have the opportunity to earn the grade for the kids. That make it any sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. It it mm-hmm. it. it it is sad that you have to do that uh, because they are, you got to know that every person you walk, every room you walk into, every meeting you walk into, you're going to be met with resentment because you went beyond the norm to get in the position you're in. Uh, they literally hate, mm-hmm. just like in the when people mm-hmm. are driving black driving Jaguars and Mercedes and all kind of other different cars, they're being pulled over because why do you, you got the nerve. I can't afford that. How are you able to? And so every time we uh, go beyond the norm, you have a segment of white society think, uh, asking the question, who are you? Why should I listen 
to you. You, how can you possibly be smarter than me? And some of these people, Regina and D, listen to the president and his silly ability to talk. I mean, I've listened to a lot of men speak. I've listened to a lot of people uh, try to persuade me and inspire me. And this man is the God heaven truth, the worst speaker I have ever heard of in my life. Even yeah. from that point, it is hard to take him seriously. And you have that all around you, Regina. You have that all around you. You got people who just don't want to believe that you have what it takes uh, to give them the information they need to help their students and help more of their students than ours. And the sad thing is, is when everybody's out there talking about how awful the, the educational system is, there are a lot of poor white people who can re, who continue to be poor because they refuse to educate themselves. You know, they, they, they don't want to know any better. You know, now, now you don't, you all don't know how much you, you've just helped me. You know, at the beginning of the year, I was trying to figure out, okay, what in the world can I do for for these teachers? You know, give them a little first gift. And and do you just? I, I'm going to create an S that stands for super whatever, Superman, Superwoman, if. It's and give it to each of them and let them know that they are the super. It's not about me. You're the super people who are going to make a difference in the lives of these students. And I'm just here to serve you and support you while you're making the difference. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they hear the well, I can't say it on the air, but, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hey, D, tell me, <laughs> D, you know, uh, we, you know, we've been about this for a long time, and we care about the state of America. But why is it that when uh, Bernie Sanders was talking about a living wage, that poor people had the nerve to vote against him? Uh. Well, uh, you know, Sarah Sanders now she she's part of the system. I I used to think that um, I used to think that she had her own interest of being a candidate for president herself. Uh, after after taking on this job and and staying there so long, uh, you know, her 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 father ran for president twice and 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 failed to make and and failed to make the mark. So. Um, she does. I think she has some political aspirations. Um, I think that they 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 depend a lot on this base. Thirty eight percent is not a number that you can really laugh at uh, because you got up and coming voters um, being born, uh, or, or, or or should I say uh, coming of age. You got more voters coming of age. Uh, if you can indoctrinate them, 
to your mindset and your beliefs, then they, that's a, they will make that number a more attractive number going forward. So this 38% uh, uh, this base uh, is just that. It's a base. Uh, the Tea Party didn't have that. But, the, but this is part of that Tea Party movement. Uh, they are they are the 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 starters of this movement, and it's a movement. See, I, I don't think we I don't think we give that enough respect. It's a movement. Uh, it's not just an idea. It, this thing has uh, actually caught fire. That's why when I say that you know Donald Trump can be ousted next week, but the movement is alive. So. Now, so when it comes down to uh, uh, eradicating the idea of, of of this movement, who has the talent to do that? See, they, that you know, we got to start asking the right questions. Who has the talent? Who who has the the, the where whereabout or the or the where where for all to know how to put this fire out? And then you got to be like smoking, smoking the bear. You got to put it out and stir it, so it won't, so it won't kick up again. Who has the talent to do that? You know, it could have been Barack Obama, but he had no idea. He had no idea that they they were as powerful as they are. I don't think because now you also got to understand about the NRA, the National Rifle Association. Okay. Uh, a, a couple of days ago, we talked about we talked about opportunity, opportunists, people that will put patriotism to the side to make a book. The, the National Rifle Association may might be might be that entity, and we know what powerful lobbyists they are. So it's a lot to be written. It's a lot to look at, and it's a lot to talk about. And if we if we never have enough time to talk about it in a one hour hour and a half show, do we, James? Never enough. There's never enough time. There's too much to be discussed. Listen, uh, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back and uh, let uh, Dee and Regina have their final say.
of the world to take my rightful place among the stars, the woman that does not use the traditional roadmap to a given place, but create my own destination. I am this woman that maintains her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those yet to dream to greatness. I am the mother of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth, igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman. 
I am this woman that ascends the expectation of the world to take my rightful place among the stars. The woman who does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but creates my own destination. I am this woman that maintains her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those to dream. I am the woman of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth. Igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. We're here so that your voice has a platform to be heard more than a few blocks. It is important that we become a part of the solution and not be a part of the problem. Please find the time to come on the show seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Write down and call in at 657-383-0309. We want you to have a voice. We're here so that your voice can be heard around the world. It is time for us to take our rightful place and sit down at the table so that we can eat from the apple pie and not just and have more than just a sliver. It is our turn to make sure that we have what it is that we've been fighting for for far too long. Regina, uh, what is your final thought this evening? Uh, many of my thoughts this year will be thoughts of prayer, thoughts of um keeping the, the main things first as I go into work every day, and that's what benefits the children, praying that everybody puts their their biases and their, their thoughts, leave those things at home, and just asking God to give me a spirit of discernment and also giving me the wisdom to know how to professionally and ethically handle things that may come my way as a result of the atmosphere across the United States and actually across the world. All right. Uh, Dee, your final thought this evening? Yes, most definitely. My, my final thoughts are geared and focused toward Ms. Regina. Uh, in your closing statement, James, um, you, you, you offered up the idea of being part of the solution and not the problem. And to be part of the problem, uh, we try to appease uh, the, the adversary. 
Uh, we try to uh, meet their expectations, and that's the wrong approach. Uh, being part of the solution is trying to tackle the problem and, 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 and focus on the problem for a better outcome and not, and not in, in a way of, of appeasement. Uh, for Miss Regina, uh, download that excerpt that James just played. I am this woman, or I am that woman. That's your answer right there. That's how you. That's how you deal with what you what you're facing by the attitude and the words that that's been given in that insert. I am that woman. You are that woman, and you are and your number has been called. And so. If you would use uh. if you would use that monologue <laughs> as your mantra, I promise uh. you you'll come out of this thing shining. Amen. Uh. Thank you. Thank you. Sounds like something James is getting ready to send to me in the mail on a big mm-hmm. poster that I can hang in my office. That's what it sounds That's right. like to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Word for word, word for word. Live that thing word for word. That's your answer. Appreciate it. I'll make sure you have those words uh, as quick as possible, because you're right. I, I, when I think of a woman, that's what I think of. There cannot be man uh, in, in our present state without woman. She produces all the men uh, that become great, and she's the mother and wives and the backbone of those who stand above the others. Uh Lord, if we had all the mothers calling these senators right now and telling them to stop uh, being a, a, a duck to the President Trump, then we'd be all right. Uh, thank yeah. you guys for continued support. I just cannot thank you enough for making sure that I'm never on this line by myself. <laughs> you all bring uh, the meat to the table, and I just add the... Uh, the mayo and mustard. And so I, I just appreciate you all so very much. Take care, and I will see you tomorrow at, at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Thoughts, Love, and Reflection. Father, help your children and know that they're the road and teach them to love one another that heaven might find a place in their hearts Jesus is love And I know He loves forever in my heart. We've got to walk on, walk on through. Temptation, for he is love and his wisdom.
Jesus 